Welcome everyone to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap, your only stop for comprehensive prep sports coverage in Monroe County. This podcast and more can be heard at keysweekly.com and in selective radio broadcasts on WKWF-FM 103.3, WKEY 93.7 FM, and AM 1600. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome everybody to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap with Coach McDonald. This podcast is brought to you by the Keys Weekly newspaper. I hope you guys enjoy it. This podcast airs on Spotify, Apple, and keysweekly.com. Probably the easiest way for me is to go to the keysweekly.com and check out the podcast. Um, you could also find it on Spotify and Apple and all of the other podcasts apps. Today is a great day. High school football season is starting very soon. All the different high school sports have already started August 1st. Volleyball's practicing. Cross country's practicing. Swimming's practicing. Cheerleading's practicing. The band's practicing. Everybody's back in school. I'm sure all the Monroe County parents are very happy about that. August 1st was the first day of practice. And last week, August 10th, was the first day of school. So the buses are running. Everybody on US-1, be careful out there. The students are driving to school, some of them in high school. You got to be careful on the road about them. What's going on this week on our podcast is this. It is our preseason high school football talk. We're going to talk about football, and it's all coming back. Today, this podcast drops August 18th. I know that Marathon has a football game that Thursday. Some of the teams are playing preseason games across the state of Florida on August 18th, August 19th, August 20th, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That will be the majority of the days where the Florida high schools will be playing their preseason games. So we're all excited about that. And then the week, next week, is going to be the opening week for Florida high school football. As we get started, even, even this week, Golf is participating. Swimming has some meets. I know that there is a big volleyball tournament in Marathon. Coral Shores and Key West are going to be there today and tomorrow. That's going to be a great indicator of what's going on. If you read in the Keys Weekly last week, our volleyball preview, you know, we're going to see how how accurate the volleyball preview was very early because all three of the Keys teams will be playing one another. But first, you know what's going on. In adult sports, they had a fantastic, unbelievable Key West Adult Basketball League over the summer. It's a fantastic league. They've been running for the last couple of years, and uh, it's open to adults, and they play a full season. They keep track of stats. They keep track of uh, the standings and everything like that. And just congratulations to Flight Club. They won the championship last Monday in double overtime. And I find it to be fascinating that a lot of the players that were big time high school players over the last 15 to 20 years are playing in this league. And you see some very similar matchups that you saw in the past. Uh, Flight Club was led by Jamal Qualls, a 2019 graduate of Marathon High School. Um, In the championship game that went two overtimes, he tied it up in the first overtime with a three-point shot. He had 26 points and also 10 rebounds. And 
The team that he beat is Island Bread. They made it to the finals also. Island Bread's top scorer was Lamont Woods. He had 22 points, 15 coming from the free throw, 10 rebounds. And I found that very ironic because really not that long ago, Lamont Woods and Jamal Qualls were battling at the high school hardwood uh, with Lamont being at Key West and Jamal being at Marathon. And I remember they were both uh, graduates in 2019. And over those four years, Marathon beat Key West four times and Key West beat Marathon four times. So it was a four and four record during that span when they both were there. And they're continuing their rivalry today in the Key West Adult Basketball League. So congratulations to Flight Club. I'm sure Island Bread is going to be ready for next year. Very, very great thing that the city of Key West is putting on. And congratulations to all teams involved. Next up, we're going to talk about football. We're going to actually talk about professional football. That's right. We have a connection going on. We have a Monroe County connection right now as we speak to the National Football League. And his name is Makai Sargent, and he comes from Key West High School. He's Key West High School's all-time leading rusher. What an unbelievable... Let's just stop right there and talk about that a little bit. The all-time leading rusher at Key West High School. And, you know, the first name that pops in my mind, obviously, is going to be Speedy Neal, the 1980 product from Key West High School. One of the top running back prospects in the country. Played on the 1983 University of Miami National Championship team. Played for the Buffalo Bills, uh, among a few other NFL teams. And what a legendary running back he was. You have a lot of great running backs come through Key West High School. And to think about all of them... And he's the top guy. And he had the most yards. Ends up uh, on a little different path to the NFL. He goes away to junior college up in Iowa. Red shirts the first year. His second year, he's at the junior college. He rushes for over 1,000 yards. He ends up the following year at Iowa, where he puts together a fantastic year. And then... He's going to the NFL, and the la- last year he's, he bumped around a little bit. He was with Tennessee. He was with the Jaguars. Uh, he was somewhere else too, but now he's with the Jaguars this year, and in the very first preseason game, he led the team in rushing and receiving. He had um, five carries for 22 yards and caught all five of his of his targets for 37 yards in a preseason loss against the Raiders in week one. He led Jacksonville in both carries and receptions and was with the team's top weapons sitting out of the Hall of Fame game. So he got all the looks there. The second preseason game was last Friday night, and he had two rushes for five yards, three receptions for 17 yards. But most importantly for him, in my mind, he had two tackles on special teams. And that's good news for Monroe County, Key West, and Makai Sargent himself. The two tackles on special teams is fantastic because right now CBSSports.com has them listed as number four on the depth chart. Now, a number four running back is usually going to stay on the active roster because, you know, obviously an NFL team is going to go through a lot of running backs. So he's number four. He's going to make the team. But the two tackles on special teams is really what's going to separate him. He's going to have to play special teams for sure once he enters the league. 
Um, he's making tackles. He's showing the coaches that he's willing to play special teams and he's able to play special teams. And a lot of guys can make careers on special teams. But I think all of us that have seen Makai play in high school and college and during the preseason know that he has the ability to play in the NFL for sure. So congratulations to him. I also want to Give him a shout out for coming back during the summer and putting on a big camp at the Key West Junior Football League field. He had a free football camp for all of the Monroe County kids that wanted to come down and do it. And hopefully he continues that in the years to come. So we talked about the NFL. Let's talk about some of our high school players right now in Monroe County who already, this is August, we're sitting here August 18th. We have two very special players in Monroe County that have a number of college football offers. So these are offers to come and play at their school, get a scholarship. They're going to leave Monroe County and they, all these schools are saying, hey, come to us. First of all, up in Tavernier at Coral Shores, you have Xavier Arrington from Coral Shores. You guys might remember him last year because he won the state championship. That's right. He won the state championship uh, individually in weightlifting. So he is a strong human being. He plays defensive lineman. And I looked around on social media and he has made a very strong camp circuit this past summer. And for those of you that don't know, that means he's going around to the different football camps and showing everybody his skills. And apparently he's impressed a number of colleges. Uh, currently, as of today, he has offers to Colgate, Stetson, the Naval Academy, Valpo, and Kentucky Christian. So good luck to you, Xavier. I hope you have a fantastic season this year, and I hope you get more offers. Now, down in Key West, they have a particularly large offensive tackle that goes by the name of uh, Christopher Otto. He's six foot five, 250, and he's a senior this year. Christopher Otto is an offensive tackle, and Christopher has done a fantastic job at Key West High School for head coach Johnny Hughes blocking at the tackle position, and it's being noticed. He also has been making the camp circuit and checking out the different colleges, and he has over 20 offers currently. Um, Florida State has offered Princeton, Akron, Coastal Carolina, Duke, Florida International University, Florida Atlantic University, the gentleman also has an offer from Harvard, Lehigh, Maryland, among other schools. So he has a tough decision to make. And what a fantastic position to be in to have that decision to make. So good luck to you, too. Also, Christopher, I hope you have a fantastic season this year. Key West Conk fans, I hope you guys go to Tommy Roberts. Actually, no, not yet. You guys are going to be at the backyard. That's right. Key West High School football is playing at the backyard right now while Tommy Roberts Stadium is under renovations. So I I actually love how the backyard looks for football. Um, it looks like it is a great on-campus stadium and they get a lot of crowds there. So everybody's going to go to the backyard and watch Key West High School football this year. You know, people are always asking me, hey, what happened to so-and-so? Where's he? What's he doing? He played football at Key West High. Or what happened to so-and-so? He was at Coral Shores. Is he playing college? Well, you've come to the right place because there's actually a number of graduates from Monroe County High Schools that are currently playing college football. And what a great opportunity for them 
to get. They are leaving Monroe County. They're going all across the country, and they're bringing a little piece of Monroe County with them. Uh, congratulations, and let's wish them all a fantastic year this year. Hopefully, everybody plays a lot, and everybody's team wins. I know the teams I'm rooting for. Key West High School actually has a number of guys playing. You got Patrick Barnett, an offensive tackle at UCF. Max Ryan, a defensive lineman playing at Mississippi State. Uh, Michael Cates, defensive back, is at FAU. Christian Olpieski, a running back, is at Eastern New Mexico. Wyatt Hughes, defensive lineman at Beloit College. Alvin Howard, Eastern New Mexico. Alvin Howard is a 2018 graduate who started at Florida Institute of Technology. And he transferred to community college. And he, I, I've been watching his career. What a fantastic player. I remember him playing in the QS Junior Football League and the Little Conk Baseball League and playing in, watching him play basketball. He played quarterback for the Conks. He played receiver for the Conks. And, you know, with COVID, the junior colleges didn't play a year. So he has another year of eligibility. Um, he's put up tremendous numbers out in California as a receiver and kick returner. And he's going to be attending Eastern New Mexico, and he has two years of eligibility left. And what an electric player. Good luck to him. Malcolm Gallagher, defensive back, is going to be at University of Virginia Wise. Jeremiah Osborne, he was the big fullback last year in Coach Johnny Hughes' offense, is going to Weber. Brock Perkins, wide receiver, is going to Ava Maria. He's going to go over there. He's going to be a long snapper. And he'll probably grow into a tight end because he has that frame, just like his father, Mr. Perkins, the assistant principal at Key West High School. Henry Aldette, quarterback, going to Southern Virginia. And Nathan Alton, offensive lineman, going to Massachusetts Maritime. Now, going up the keys on US1, Marathon has one player currently playing college football, and that's Jackson McDonald at FIU. He is a 2019 graduate of FIU, and he has been playing at FIU since 2019. He was on that 2019 squad that shocked the University of Miami Hurricanes in football at the Florida Marlins Stadium, and this year he will be playing tight end, and he will be the long snapper. Coral Shores has one player currently playing college football also, just like Marathon, and that is Robbie Prosek, playing currently at the University of Miami, where he is a tight end, and he's going into his fourth year. And because of COVID, he is considered a fourth-year redshirt sophomore. So he's going to have two more years of eligibility. Robbie is a 2019 graduate of Coral Shores High School, and good luck to him next year. And those are our players in Monroe County that are currently playing college football. Good luck, you guys. Um, I hope you guys all do well. I hope all of your teams win. And now on to this year. What's happening this year? If you guys look in the Keys Weekly that comes out today, it's going to be the football preseason special. You're going to see write-ups about all the teams. You're going to hear from all three of the coaches. And you're going to see pictures from all three of the teams. So there's going to be Coach Mac Childress is going to be talking about his Marathon Dolphins. Coach Johnny Hughes is going to be talking about his Key West High School Conks. And Coach Ed Hawley is going to be talking about his Coral Shores Hurricanes. 
So listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now, go go outside and get that Keys Weekly because that Keys Weekly comes to everybody's house in Monroe County. I know you guys walk out on Thursdays and you see that newspaper in my house. We're very excited about getting it and seeing what's going on all over the place. And obviously, my very favorite place to look in the Keys Weekly is the sports section and to see what's going on from Key Largo to Key West. So check it out. And right now, I'm going to break down the three high school football teams. Let's start off with Coral Shores High School Football, the Hurricanes. And they have a very new coach this year, and you guys heard in podcast number one. And if you haven't heard it, go check it out. Coach Ed Holly is back. Coach Holly was at Coral Shores a couple years ago, and he led Coral Shores to a conference championship and some fantastic years. A great developer of men and just a great all-around high school football coach. Coach Holly comes back to Coral Shores, and he inherits a team that was five and six last year. They're a young team, and they're going to be a pretty good football team, I guarantee They have Xavier Arrington, who we talked about at the top of the show. He's going to play offensive line and defensive line. He already has five different offers. Um, John Holly is one of Coach Holly's sons. I think he has two sons playing on the team, him and Eddie Holly. Eddie Holly is a linebacker. Uh, The fascinating name that I'm seeing is Charles Jacobson. Uh, He is the brother of Henry Jacobson, who was with Coach Holly during his last tour at Coral Shores High School, as I recall. Uh, Jacobson, the elder Jacobson, was a fullback with the Coral Shores team, and he was a fantastic player. His brother, Charles Jacobson, is going to be playing running back this year. Um, It's going to be a young team with a lot of potential, and I think they're going to be a very well-coached team. They have fabulous fantastic coaches obviously coach holly his staff is very very good and a talented staff and they require a lot from their players and i really think coral shores is going to come on strong this year i'm looking for them to come out of the gate early they're going to open up the season pretty soon uh 826 with varela and coach holly is playing a tough schedule and i think he's getting these kids the valuable experience that they need against playing against that that really good south florida those really good south florida football teams that really helps your team grow especially when you're young when you're young and you get those experiences early and you take you take the things that you learn from those excellent south florida football teams and you apply them it helps you in the years to come so it's like coach holly is 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 building something here and he's starting with a difficult schedule they open up with varela they have a very big rivalry coral shores palmer trinity is a big rivalry um, they're playing against, I think, Sunset, an 8A school, which is a big school. So that's going to give a lot of competition to Coral Shores. You know, they're playing Ransom, uh, Everglades Prep Academy, Palm Glades Prep Academy, and then the Battle of the Keys, 10-7, the game, Marathon versus Coral Shores. And I was doing some research the other day, and the Coral Shores Marathon football game is happening October 7th. And currently, Coral Shores has won 27 times they've played, and Marathon has won 25. So it is a highly contested football game, and I'm calling it the Battle of the Keys. And I'm looking forward to that. When I talk to Coach Ed Hall, 
Molly, he's looking forward to that. I know for certain Marathon High School football coach Mac Childress is looking forward to that. So with that being said, Coral Shores looks like they're going to have a great year this year. They have fantastic fans. They have a fantastic booster club. And I'm looking for Coach Ed Holly to come in and make a big impact on his team. Now, I have a representative from Key West High School, and this man has worn many, many different hats. Currently, he is the voice of the Conks football, well, at least one of them, and voice of the Conks baseball team on the radio. He is also a teacher at Key West High School. He's currently one of the varsity football assistant coaches, and that is Coach Judd Wise. How you doing, Coach? Hey, Coach McDonald, I am doing absolutely fantastic. It's another great uh, start to a school year, and believe it or not, uh, we're ready to start the fall football season. I can't believe it. Thanks a lot, Coach Wise. I, I can't begin to tell you how happy I am that you are on the Keys Weekly uh, Sports Wrap, and you're on podcast number three. Thank you, and I hope that I could bring you on many different times, and you can let us know sort of what's going on in Key West, and before you say anything, I, I was writing down on a piece of paper because, you know, I want our listeners, uh, our listeners are up and down the keys. I want everyone to understand who you are. You are a longtime teacher at Key West High School. Before that, the teacher and athletic director at Mary Immaculate High School when it was a high school. And I wrote down here some of the sports that I you have been a basketball coach, a baseball coach. I remember you doing girls softball, long time with the swim program. Currently, you're with the football team. You do the radio stuff. You're a former athletic director. What did I miss with your career at Key West High School? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I have done a girls wrestling match, to be honest with you. I've done boys and girls soccer, having to coach games and stuff like that. Listen, I'm just here to fill in or help out anybody I can. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about, as I say it. Uh, a jack of all trades and, and not good at any of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you volunteered, so you got to do it. But um, thanks a lot for everything that you've done for the youth in the community, the high school students at Key West High School. And you've taught thousands of them at this point and, and coached thousands of them. But we're going to talk about football right now. And you are one of the assistant football coaches. And uh, today, the Keys Weekly football preview is coming out for the high schools. And earlier in the show, uh, we talked about your big offensive tackle with 20 offers. What do you got to tell me about Mr. Otto? Listen, that guy is the real deal. And, uh, you know, it goes back to I think we're becoming offensive line high school. Uh, I don't want to say offensive line you because we're not a university. But uh, it seems like with Patrick Barnett leaving and, that, and last year, you know, two or three of our kids signing who played on the line and Andre Otto this year getting unbelievable amount of uh, attention. This young man's the real deal. You know, we're talking about a guy who's 6'5", about 275. And, and, you know, not only can he move you on that line or block, you know, you on that line, but he's an academic kid as well. And you know what? When you find all three of that and put it together, you've got one heck of an athlete, and that's exactly what he is. And more importantly, he's a team leader. And that's, you know, one of the few things you don't see today in a high school. A lot of kids don't want to be leaders, right? But he takes over at practice, and he is a true leader. You know, at the top of the show, we were talking about him and his offers. Uh, obviously, Florida State is showing interest. Some of the bigger schools, bigger football-wise. But then you see Harvard 
and Yale, they're giving him offers. And, and that goes to show you not only is he a quality football player, but just a, a quality person also. Well, as we said, his academics are really strong. <laughs> Excuse me. And, you know, he's got a choice to make and decisions to make. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, if you go to one of those Ivy League schools, you know, one of the good things is you get your degree there and uh, you're going to be set up as far as finding a job later on. And, you know, the other aspect is you could look at going into one of the other big schools like uh, Florida State and have that chance to possibly go on to the NFL. So uh, he's got some uh, big decisions to make. He'll sit down, I'm sure, with his mom and uh, where they're going to make out with Coach Hughes and make the best decision that's going to be right for him. Also, at the top of the show, we were talking a little bit about Key West High School graduate and current Jacksonville Jaguar, Makai Sargent. I know yesterday, yesterday, Coach Wise, I took a look at the game and, and watched the stats, and Makai got some carries and he got some receptions. But most important to me, the most important thing on the stat sheet of, of I guess we would say, last Friday's game, was the two tackles on special teams. Do you think that's going to be a big thing for him with that team? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, the thing about Makai that people don't realize is this is a kid who works up and beyond what it takes, all right? We're talking about a young man who's maybe five, eight and a half, five, nine at the most, a solid probably 210, maybe 215, um, you know, when I saw him over the summer. And this is a kid who understands about work ethic. And that's what's gotten him to this point. Not only did he have a great work ethic when he was in high school, right? but you know when he went away to college, if you look at what he did at junior college and then what he did to get to Iowa, right? and he had a great career at Iowa. You know, and, and yes, he wasn't drafted. He signed as a free agent. But he proved when we watched all those preseason games at Tennessee that he could play in the NFL. And then he got to play out there with the uh, – LA Rams, you know, and then he finished out with Jacksonville. And I, and when I talked to him uh, this summer, we had him on Concon Live. You know, he was all excited about going up to Jacksonville early, starting to learn the system and get ready. So when tra- when camp opened, he would be prepared. And I'll tell you what, I don't know of many young men that are, you know, he's he's one of those that's the the first one in the door and the last one out the door, all right? Because he wants it that bad. And I really think, you know, if, you know, they say in the NFL, if you're not going to make that roster as a starter or a backup, go to special teams and listen, he'll make it with that, that part of it. Well, like I said, I got to tell you, I was really excited to see that he had two tackles in the game last Friday night. So, and currently he's fourth on the depth chart. And I think NFL teams are usually going to keep four on the active roster. So if he can find a spot on special teams, then who knows what's going to happen. Am I right, coach? Oh, there's no question about it. Like I said, special teams at, at, at the NFL level or even in college levels where some of these kids find their playing time and they find their niche. And uh, you know what? You get, it, it takes a lot of want to to play special teams, and he's got the want to. That's the best part about it. Well, I know Key West is rooting for him, but the rest of the Keys is definitely watching and only want great things from a kind. Now, Coach, let's talk about what year is this? 2022 varsity key west high football team coach johnny hughes this is about his 11th or 12th year coach uh he came in in fall of 2012 so i think uh this will be you know i think or 2011 yeah so it's either gonna be 11 or 12 years what a fantastic what a fantastic job he's done bringing in the flex bone developing the offensive linemen developing the backs consistently one of the top 
offenses in the state over the last 10 years. I mean, all the fantastic numbers that have come out, all the talented backs, all of the linemen that have come out of that system. Are we going to see more of the same this year? Well, I think we're going to see one of our best. I, I truly believe I think we're going to see one of our best offensive lines, right? Because they're, they're all big. And that's what's going to be really neat about it. And, you know, led by obviously Andre Otto. But, uh, you know, uh, we're going to have to replace the Preston Hurst. And, and that's going to be so difficult to do. You know, this young man graduated from Key West High this past year uh, with over 2,500 yards in his career. And he would have been probably 3,000-plus yards mm-hmm. into that 3,000-yard club had he played uh, the year that, you know, COVID came through. He, he remember that was the year he chose not to play because of COVID. Um, oh, you know, I remember, so Coach. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. The year prior, he was the Monroe County Player of the Year as a sophomore, correct? Yes, exactly right. And, uh, you know, he had such a great year. So, you know, we're, we're going to have to replace him at quarterback, and that's probably going to be A.J. Myra. And, you know, the, the, and, the and thing about Wait a the, second. Let's go yeah, back there. Go uh, you right. were talking a little bit before – that Key West High School is becoming offensive lineman you, uh, University of Miami quarterback you, the first big quarterback at quarterback you is George Myra Sr. Uh, I think we have a relation there, don't we? I do believe we do. <laughs> Some kind of like a grand nephew or something of, of the Myra clan. So the genes are there, you know, and uh, this is going to be his time to shine. Now, you know, he's only a junior. All right, so you know we got to give him give him a little time to develop and and learn. He's learning the system, no question about it. Because in that in that system that Coach Hughes runs, you got to be able to run. You got to make that decision. You know, am I going to hand the ball off, or am I going to pull it the last second and, and run through the hole myself? And uh, I think that's one of the things that he'll be able to do. He does have a strong arm, you know, but uh, in that system, it's more of a running type system than we do actually pass the ball. And uh, you know, for Coach Hughes, I think AJ is going to be a nice fit. Well, in your offense, the the quarterback is is almost like the point guard. He's the distributor. He has to make sure the right person gets the ball at the right time. Correct? Oh, there's no question about it. He's got to he's got to read that defensive end, and that's the whole key right there. You know, you read that defensive end, and if he's going to stay on the outside, and that hole opens up the inside. Hey, he's going to tuck the ball and go himself. You know, but if he sees where that guy's cutting through and he can get through, then he's going to make that pitch or a handoff at the last second and let the running back do their job. So how about on defense? You guys got some defensive players this year or or what? Well, you know, anytime you you, you got you lose players, you got to replace players. And, of course, you know, that's the neat thing about high school. Uh, somebody's got to find a way to step up. And uh, we're looking at Kevon Mills possibly stepping up. Andre Otto's probably going to have to go both ways. Uh, Big Bendy is another one uh, who's probably going to, you know, be playing a little bit in the middle there on the defensive line. And, of course, you know, we got the, uh, the LaValle boy at, at linebacker along with Fox as well. I think our linebacker crew is going to be really solid this year. And, you know, uh, Coach Jimenez, Coach Fox, they do such a great deep job coaching the defense. They're going to get them ready. But I'll tell you, when you look at it, though, and, and you know, be prepared, uh, our schedule this year is really going to be uh, very, very demanding. I love the fact, however, that last time I checked, you guys had 10 home games. Coach Wise, I know you like to get in the truck and drive to the away games and have a little trip. Those are going to be limited this year. How do you feel about that? 
Well, you know, we, you and I did it for, for a few years ourselves as you would always yeah. ride with me, you know, but, uh, it, it's interesting. We did lose a game. Um, uh, we actually lost two. We lost surge and we lost Miami international, but we got, uh, I believe surge replaced with, um, uh, Dade Christian. So we've got nine home games uh, this year and one away. So that's still fantastic. And what happened is teams just called and said, we want to come to Key West. So, you know, listen, I don't care who they are. If you got a home game and I don't have to travel and get on that highway, I'm staying home. I agree. And what a great home field advantage. You know, so many of these schools on the mainland, they don't have the environment. They don't have the crowd. They don't have the band. They don't have the concessions like you're going to have in the backyard with Key West High School. So what a great thing for you. But then the teams want to come down because they want to feel that small town high school football environment that Key West Marathon and Coral Shores provide. Absolutely, and all three of our high schools have great fields, right? and you know it's which outstanding. And and I know we're going to you know revamp Tommy Roberts Memorial Stadium and get back over there. But I'll be honest with you, Coach McDonald, I love playing in the backyard. I just like the feel of the crowd right there on the fence. You know, the jammed up in the bleachers, they're all around, and it just it, that atmosphere playing on the campus. Just something about it which makes it so special. And, you know, I think the kids really enjoy playing back there. Plus the fact, you know what? Our locker rooms and our facilities are right there. You know, you just come right out, walk out onto the field. You're walking through the crowd. They're hyped up. And it's just a great, great atmosphere. Well, it's all going to be happening soon. And I can't wait for the start of football season. What else is going on at Key West High School, Coach? I know that you are a man of many different hats and you got your finger on the pulse of everything. How are the other sports going on? What's going on with cross country? What's going on with swimming? (laughs) You know, all five sports are going on right now. You got golf that's going on and you got volleyball and cross country. Uh, along with swimming and, you know, football. All the coaches I've talked to uh, have said the same thing. You know, uh, it's the first week really of, of practice that where, you know, the kids who who haven't come out before August 1st, you know, waited till school. And so some of the teams are still filling out. But I talked to Coach Lori Bosco, and she's really excited about the swim team. Uh, one of her swimmers is not going to get here because she's still out of the country till August 16th. But she's excited about her upcoming season. Coach, excuse me, Coach Eckert with the girls' volleyball. They had a very successful season last year. She's really pumped up for her season as well. Uh, we have a new cross-country coach who's going to be taking over. And, uh, you know, our golf coach is, is going to be doing a good job. He's got Devin Gilday back who made it to the uh, States last year. So we're looking for big things out of them. So, you know, the fall sports are all kicking. Everybody's doing a great, great job of getting them ready. And, you know, and it was a great start to the school year. And so as we come up to Friday night, the 19th, because right, this is preseason week that's coming up where all the teams mm-hmm. could play a preseason game if they want. Ours will be at home for football against Cypress Creek. And, you know, we have a home. We have a little uh, a pep rally planned on Friday for the kids to get them all hyped up for Friday night. So it's a great time to be at Key West High. And, and believe it, Coach McDonald, it's hard to believe that we're starting football already. Here it is, the 19th of August, and we're going to have our first game. It is unbelievably fantastic. Today the podcast is airing on 
Thursday, August 18th, and I'm probably on a bus heading up to Miami because Marathon is playing St. Brendan. We're playing on the 18th. You guys are playing on the 19th. I mean, this is a unbelievable start to the football season. And coach-wise, we'll talk a little bit of inside school stuff. I love the fact that we're coming back earlier. We're coming. We kept first day of school was August 10th. Everybody's in the building. Everybody's ready to play, and everything's starting. Well, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. And, you know, you want to get them there. And, and I know it's tough. And you say, well, Florida, why are you starting in the middle of August? Well, listen, we're, we, we deal with hurricanes. And, and so you might as well start the school year because if we have to postpone for any major storm that's coming or whatever, at least we have time to make it up. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons that the uh, school district looks at the calendar the way they do. And uh, you know what? It's a good thing to get started early. Hey, I always look at it like this, Coach. I'd much rather be inside my classroom in August than outside. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you. Well, listen, good luck tomorrow in your preseason game and good luck this season. Thanks so much coming on today. I really appreciate it. Coach Judd Wise, Key West High School. Just remember one thing. The coach is out. All right. Thank you so much. See ya. All right. You got it, Sean. Bye-bye.